What's up, guys? Back at it again. Uh, I have Noah here with me. A little weird. We have some new stuff. You know, it looks different. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you like it. Today, me and Noah are going to speak about kind of reviewing and like a little bit touching on the Las Palmas game, but mainly previewing the Atletico game and answering some of your questions. But yeah, Noah, what's up, man? Yeah, man, what's up? I'm, um, I'm just waiting. I'm basically just waiting. I'm sad that the game isn't today. <laughs> but obviously it isn't possible because Las Palmas was like three ga- two days ago. Yeah. So yeah, I'm re- I'm ready for the game. Still a bit mad, obviously, after what happened on Thursday. But um, still, as always, still optimistic. Yeah, man. Uh, it's crazy these things keep happening, right? Like... Yeah, it's uh, 10 points already away on on um, referee mistakes it's just it's just i don't know how to say it it's and we have this every year some yeah. like resistance towards us winning la liga and even still we can dominate it so but it's just annoying because you know it just it's just almost unfair yeah uh, it i, I is. don't want to talk about conspiracies or something like that but if you see the president from la liga responding after something happened with Barca or something with Madrid, there's just a whole different type of vibe. And he even admitted that he is from Madrid. I'm so, from a Madrid fan, yeah. Yeah, is, it, it makes no sense at all. This is what I wanted to speak to you about because um, these things keep happening in crazy amounts. It's not like we, we, we get like two things against us in a year. Like, is the what, what match day is this? 26th match day? And we've already been deducted 10 points because of referee mistakes. And like, yeah, it's and it's also mistakes are human, but the mistakes yeah. they make, nobody understands it. Not if even Madrid fans acknowledge that some of those decisions were disgusting. Bro, like the, for example, the, the, the ball crosses the line. Yeah, Mestaya, that one, and it happened already last year in Betis, and it happened again against Depor in Camp Nou. And last year, I would say it cost us the title. It cost us challenging for the title at least. Because that goal, if yeah. that goal went in, it's a whole different competition. You, we win it then, because yeah. I think the difference well, was only one point. two points. Yeah, one, one point. point ahead, yeah, one point. One point. Yeah, and and we also had the the, the, the how do you say that the ahead one um uh, won the, the the record when yeah. you play against the team. Like we, I think we won against Madrid and we draw. So yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know how to say it, but that record we had as well. So it's um. You, Head-to-head Head-to-head, matches. yes. That was it. So, yeah, you're completely right. The, the mistakes are... It's just annoying. Also, for example, uh, Laos, who cost us the, the league in 2013-14, when Messi scored and he gave an offside, which was completely inexistent. I don't know if you remember. The last yeah. game against Atletico, Atletico again, <laughs> yeah. they draw, they drew against us and we basically won, but he didn't give us a goal. And that is... It just keeps happening. It's just super annoying. And my thing is, there's no other league on this earth that the president can say openly that he supports one of the teams in the league. No. And that will let him to continue to do his job. I I don't think so, no. I think there's always, always has to be a certain uh, level of, of objectivity in which you, even though if you support a club, you just shut up. You don't tell it. You don't say like, I don't want Barca to win the league, or in England, I don't want Chelsea to win the league, or, or no. in Italy, I don't want Juventus to win the league. You just shut up. You just do your job. You just praise your league. 
you see it as a as a collective, not as just one team who should thrive. It's 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 basically cheating because yes. you don't know if they are objective in their in their judgment of situations. And if you look at the history, Barca hasn't been really lucky with those. Yeah. For example, uh, when Ramos did his disgusting thing in the five zero Clasico, he could have been suspended. 15 yeah. games. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have been weird, but he only got one, only one, and they won, wanted to suspend Pique for shouting at Espanol when for, he for made it. Yeah, it's it's, it's listen. Absurd. Like you said, we don't usually speak about the referees and like conspiracy theory uh, theories in general. But no. I mean, come on, man. Even if it's, you support, even if you support a team and you're the president of that organization, you're the president of that league. You have to remember, remain objective. You That's have right. to remain neutral from all of the teams. You have a job to do. If this was in England, he would be out by now. If this was in Italy, out by now. Of course, we know some things go under the radar in La Liga. You know, there's a little bit of corruption here and there with suitcases of money being sent to different teams. But it's getting out of hand now. And the thing is that in Europe, we're known as the team that cheats, right? Everybody is saying, exactly. we cheat, we cheat, Barcelona this, Barcelona pays the refs. If you watch La Liga this year and last year, bro, yeah. first of all, if if what happened to us last year when we were about to win the title and uh, they didn't count the goal happened to like Man City or Chelsea in, in, in the UK, this guy would have been gone. The referee would never ref another match. Exactly. Because mistake happens, but not that kind of mistakes, man. The no. ball is, has crossed the line like 20 centimeters is almost touching the net <laughs> at this point. Yeah, it's it's just it's just it's just sick, man. I don't I don't even have words for it. The thing is also Tevas, the president, he said it one time and I was like, okay, that's bad. But he still keeps talking about it. Yeah. He, 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 basically, whenever Basha gets something controversial or anything that it's is debatable, he has to say his thing about it. Just yeah. shut up. Nobody cares. You are a president. You have to be objective. It's it's something maybe VAR, what is going to be implemented in La Liga next year, can change that because then the mistakes will fade if they use it properly. And and but still, a president with such a preference, and and it's not even only that he's for Madrid. It's just the fact that he isn't objective. Yeah. He has he has a certain disgust towards Barca. And that's just unfair. And he's so egoistic as well. His ego is so much. Like, every time... I, I admit, I don't know Spanish, yeah? But I watch the way he speaks about a team and I and I get sources and I have people who translate for me. Yeah. And it's like, this would not go in any other league. Any other official at that level cannot say things like this. For example, in the Netherlands, a few years ago, we had someone... Uh, uh, not a few years ago, even last year, Feyenoord was having the the best year in, in years for them. They won the title after 17 years, and one of the ex- executives said something about he wanted Feyenoord to win the title more than Ajax, and all hell break loose. Yeah. <laughs> it was like you cannot say this. All all players talked about it, even players in the league. It was like it was a big thing. He wasn't suspended or anything like that, but at least there was. Everybody was in agreement that that wasn't allowed. And in Spain, he keeps doing that. And there is no, not even any type of criticism from nobody. Only the fans on Twitter. But uh, yeah. official people, like uh, from, the, from the, the organization, from the Spanish organization, nothing happens. It's, it's absurd. 
But yeah. Anyway. Yeah, about the, the game. Yeah, let's leave the refs alone. I wanted to know yeah. what you think about the game in general, the starting lineup we used. What, yeah, like what I, went wrong? I wanted to, to rotate, but when I look back at the game, because I know how Paco Jimenez plays normally, mm-hmm. and that's also how it started. Barca could have got two, three goals in the beginning of the game, but uh, yeah, um, I don't know if it was bottling or a bit of bit of no, not not being really lucky. For example, the, their goalkeeper should have had a red card. Uh, uh, Messi just squared the ball to Suarez a bit off. He could have scored then, and I think Messi also scored another free kick almost. So, mm. yeah, I, I thought that we were gonna win pretty easily because we mostly do against Paco Jimenez, but. Um, when I look back at it, if we would have played with a stronger team, I don't think this would have happened. Because yeah. players like Paulinho, Alex Vidal, Dino had to play because Alba couldn't. But those kind of players, they they just add nothing. <laughs> they just they it's just it's getting frustrating, you know. Because our starting eleven and maybe let's say fourteen players of the squad are like real good. With the new yeah. addition from Coutinho and the fit Dembele, etc. But guys like Paulinho, Alex Vidal, Gomez, what do they add now? It's just, it, it could basically ruin the season right now if those players get more, get more minutes and we keep losing points like against Getafe, yeah. against Las Palmas and almost against Eibar too. So, so yeah, I, I wasn't satisfied at all, and I was pretty pretty pissed after the game. But of course, it had to do with the the decisions from the referee as well. Yeah. I mean, but, the, yeah. the there's only so much we can put on the decisions of the referee. Obviously, it was uh, affected the game in a great lot. I think if the referee was more objective, uh, you know, we would have won. But like three one four one. But I still don't understand what um, Valverde does with Coutinho and Dembele. I don't understand why. Um, Iniesta is played in a game like this, for example, uh, the game that would be perfect for Dembele or, or Coutinho to start against a team that is 18th in the league, you know, uh, get a goal, get an assist, boost your confidence. Uh, I don't know if you remember when we spoke after the Chelsea game that these are the games that Dembele needs to play, especially to be ready for Chelsea. Yeah. And I don't true. know. I don't know why. I mean, we still yeah, trust guess- him, right? We're still undefeated. We're still first in the league. There's no question about that. It's just starting to question some things now, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's like you said. I tweeted it two days ago that I would write a thread, but I haven't done it. But I basically am going to say stuff like that. Was going to say stuff like that. That uh, He is still our our guy. I still stand by his uh, his ideas. But the concert, um, his being so conservative has to, has to drop. In the beginning of the season, it was great because... We were in a spot in which Barca was the joke, to be fair. We were just beaten by Madrid. Uh, we lost Neymar in a, in a bit of banterous way. We didn't get Ferrati. We bought Palinho of all people then when we first wanted Ferrati, which is like an amazing um, um, downgrade. So yeah. that, that, I get it. In the beginning, those, that 4-4-2 with Paulinho in a good, good form back then, at least when talking about goals and end product, uh, that worked for some time. But like, let's say after the Madrid game, the 3-0, it only got worse. The form started dropping. We kept winning or not losing at least. But I just think that we should go back to the 4-3-3 three, three, 
and back to the back oh, to the more more attractive play like against Gijon. It was it was amazing. It was a ninety minutes of enjoyment. To be fair, yeah. it was with flair, with with an absurd Messi in his in his false nine role. Uh, Dembele ninety minutes for the first time. Uh, Coutinho was pretty good as well. Uh, so yeah, I, I it was great. It, I just think we we should we should drop those uh, the, the defensive approach a bit. Yeah, I don't For see example. I don't see like uh, what the point was to play four four two against uh, Las Palmas. I understand if he wants to play with more midfielders against the stronger teams like Atletico or yeah. like Real, but against Las Palmas, uh, theoretically, we'll overrun them in the midfield and the wings just with pace and skill. I think. We would have done much better in a four-three-three, to be honest. Yeah, that was definitely a possibility because, so like you said, Las Palmas was last place team in a bad form, basically hadn't won or yeah. draw since a while, and then we we come there, the leader, uh, most goals, most also pretty good defensive record, so we didn't really had anything to be scared of. Yeah. So the four-four-two was a bit weak, maybe a bit. Sad. Now, how do you say it? Uh, Pragmatic. Like we, yeah, yeah, like, like conservative also. Yeah. Uh, he, he was almost thinking about them like, all right, let's be careful. But no, man, I, I, was, I wasn't satisfied with Valverde that day and I wanted to criticize him. I didn't do the threat anymore, but I still think um, he's still a guy and he will still show why. But this yeah. was, this is something that has to change and I hope he saw the light because Paulinho starting continuously in the biggest games can literally break our season. I hope he is far from the starting eleven yeah. come Sunday. I mean, the last thing about Las Palmas, because we also need to move to the Atletico game, yeah. I uh, I miss battering small teams. I said this against uh, Girona. I miss us scoring like four or five goals against these small teams. Yeah, it's, it's And it needs to come back. And it's not going to come back this conservative, like you call it, this, in this conservative way. The only way that it's coming back is if uh, we just play the 4-4-3-3 and we play the Bele and Coutinho. These are players that create many opportunities, players that can assist, players that can score. We saw the goal that Coutinho scored against Girona. Beauty. Yeah, exactly. Beauty. Coutinho, but I do have to say, I don't think Coutinho has, has what it got um, to play as an interior. He could maybe learn it, but he is 26 already. Mm. Um he 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 is a great player. I repeat that he is he is amazing. But when he gets the ball, he still is looking for for like a touch or two or a turn. And when yeah. and when you have tight spaces, like for example against Chelsea, you yeah. need the Iniesta type of play. Yeah. And that is just one thing I wanted to say. And that's maybe why I get why uh, Valverde Place keeps playing that four four two because then Coutinho can go can go wide and. But on the other hand, he benched him in, 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 in Las Palmas, which was weird. You have to remember, he comes from a team where he was the best player on the pitch, right? So he got the ball all the time and he was the one that had to dribble past players and set up players. True. He could, he could, he could adapt, definitely. Yeah, but he I, just I, needs not... to do less. Just do your job. Don't do these crazy, you know, dribbles and turns. And hopefully we'll see him. Hopefully he'll do well. Yeah. But all yeah, right. let's move to the... to the Atletico match. Yes. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Seven forty-five. Is it seven forty-five or is it? 
It's 4.15. It's the 4:15 PM. 4.15 is the early one? Okay. Yeah. 4.15 tomorrow, Atletico, second in the league versus the first in the league. I believe, and I know some people will be questioning this, I believe the match tomorrow decides the league. Mm. I believe I get that it. if we I get, get it, three points I, against them, it's going to be too much for them to come back from. I get it. I, I, I understand. But I don't, I don't agree completely because we still have to go to Sevilla. And that is <laughs> real... <laughs> We have we, Sevilla, Madrid, and uh, and Atletico, right? That's the three big games we have so far left. Uh, well, traditionally, Malaga away is also tough for mm. us. Even though they are doing bad, I am 100% sure they will turn into peak Milan where we go to the, <laughs> to the Rosaleda. I'm 100%, sure of, 100% yeah. sure of that. You know and what? You know what? I just remember that we drew with Las Palmas. Let me retract my words. I do not think the league is done after we finish Atletico. <laughs> but I think we're going <laughs> to be in a good position. Yeah, that is what I wanted to say as well. I do think if you get eight points, um, how many games do we have? Nine or eight or something like that or uh, more? We Well, now is the t- it's going to be the 27th match day. So we have 11. We play until the 38th, right? Yeah, in Spain, in Spain, in Spain it's 38. Yeah, 38. correct. So it's going to be the 27th match day against Atletico. So 11 more. 11 games. All right. So if if we win, then you, then you have 10 games with an eight points deficit. That is pretty good. You know, yeah. you cannot complain after that. It could have been 10, obviously, yeah. but that has passed. So, but you're right. It's a it's a great uh, advantage, eight points. And I also think um, that Atletico doesn't uh, looks like look it it doesn't look like me to, looks likely to me that after this game, if they win, lose or draw they will drop any more points because Atletico is just so hard to beat. And if we would have played this game in Calderon, I have to say I would have been a lot pessimistic than, than optimistic right now. Metropolitano, but, yeah? They have a new it, stadium now, my friend. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wanda, the Wanda. <laughs> Calderon, joking. oh, damn it. <laughs> my bad, my bad. Uh, so yeah, Atletico, they are... It's, it's just so weird. In the beginning of the season, they were playing real bad. People were talking about the Simeone formula has, has dropped. And that basically the only player who kept them alive was Oblak with yeah. his amazing keeping and his amazing saves. Every week, La Liga papers were like, Oblak, Oblak, mejor portero del mundo, best, best keeper in the world, stuff like yeah. that. And, and right now, with the inclusion of Diego Costa mm. and also the return of form from Koke, which is a player who doesn't get as much shine as he should get, He's a pretty great midfielder. Imagine him in a position-based system. But uh, him, Koke, and of course, Griezmann. Our boy. I, I criticize him. I criticize him. Uh, but I doing right now is just absurd. It's not just his goals. It's, it's, it's determination. It's how he plays. And also, his technique is, is just amazing. But hey, It's almost like he's been told that he's going to get a transfer into a bigger and better team soon. <laughs> I don't know oh, why he plays so well recently. <laughs> it's uh, pretty likely uh, if you um, um, look at what all the big journalists in Spanish has said about him being um, transferred 100%, that he's been signed already, blah, blah, blah. So maybe he has been relieved or something mm. like that. But on the other hand, Diego Costa, his record against Barca is disgusting yeah. he never scored against Barca and I think he lost almost every game except uh, obviously 
the Champions League um, losses against Athletic yeah. Knockout and the the draw in Camau when they won the title. Mm. And yeah, so I like I said, Atletico they're coming in a great form, but this is Camau. This is uh, how Mo Roseman said it: Messi's Messi's garden. <laughs> yeah. You don't come here to think you're gonna take the league from us. That mm. just doesn't happen. So I'm. And they still have a. Uh, they still have to go to Madrid, right? To go to Madrid, they're from Madrid. They still need to True. go across True. the street to. But Santiago in Madrid, Bernabeu. they they almost always do good in the league. Mm. In in the Champions League, they always always crumble, and I hate that because Atletico in the league, they pretty much always do good against yeah. Madrid. So so I'm not not really thinking about that. I also tweeted like if we should lose this weekend, then we had to hope for a Blanco victory in a month. <laughs> Would you do that? Would you do that? Like, cheer for Madrid to, to win against Atletico? I would cheer for a draw. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a political answer. <laughs> I'm not cheering for no damn Real Madrid fan. But no, if, Atle- if, 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 if them losing to Real Madrid means that we win the league, I might have to get a Ronaldo t-shirt. I don't know. You know, sometimes <laughs> you have to do what you have to do. Just imagine Ramos. With his famous header in the 95 minute, 1 1. And then Barca wins the league. <laughs> and he he <laughs> runs and he kisses the armband like Puyo used yeah, to. Yeah, and we, and we are like, Bravo, campeones. And he is like, Vamos, 1 1. <laughs> that would be epic. But all right, the, let's talk. Let's keep talking about the, the game. What are your expectations? What do you think oh, of this? Man, it's gonna like, be, I think oh. it's going to be a tough game, but uh, I think. There's a bright side because our toughest games against Atletico, they always like, uh, I, I don't know if you've noticed, but every time in like the first five minutes of the first half and the first five minutes of the second half, it's just hell. They attack, they, they run so fast, they're like chaotic almost. That's how they try to grab and snatch a goal against us. True, true. But and because also- they need to score now, I think that if they, if they, Concentrate on trying to come at us. We on the right side. I, I think we're we're gonna do quite well. I'm gonna score a goal at least. Hopefully. But I don't think he's not known for his um, for his anticipation to score. Of obviously, it's always mm. the goal, but it's not a naive how he goes. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw some or read some of the press conferences from the player players, but players like Iniesta, like Pique, like Rakitic, all said. We are mad. What about what happened in Las Palmas? We want to take a big step towards winning the league and come now against Atletico. And when yeah. Iniesta post off like that, you better, uh, you better, you better start preparing yourselves. Tighten your midfield, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, and there is no bigger, bigger, big game player than Iniesta. So yeah. if I'm betting on someone, it's on him. So yeah. I'm, I, I am super optimistic. Normally, you know I am. I always uh, have something uh, up in my seat. <laughs> yeah, some, something, always something. And and the the only thing I would like to say is that Atletico is pretty hard to beat. Yeah. Even hard to score against. But, like I said, come now. The Messi thing... is in amazing form. Uh, Barca isn't really doing bad. But they just, yeah. they just lack a bit of, how do you say it? Like, flair. <laughs> yeah. Like, like. So something like that. It's it's conservative, and when we did that, we are gonna. It's back to business. Yeah, exactly. Um, Destroy teams. What I don't like about 
Atletico and what I think that is going to be uh, uh, difficult to deal with is they almost play like an uh, old Italian team. They score a goal and then they defend for 90 minutes. You know, they their their victories are usually 1-0, 2-0, just small victories. But, you know, in the last six games, they've won six. In the last six games, we've won three and drawn three. So Yeah, true. Their run is pretty good. They really... They really came at us because I never expected this at the beginning of the season. Yeah. It's true. They didn't lose. They kept on, on like, more... Uh, they have only one loss. Yeah. Was it? Who, who, who beat them? We, we drew. Madrid drew as well. I don't know if it was Valencia, maybe. or It could, it could be Valencia, bro, because Valencia had a great start in the beginning yeah. of the season. Um, but one loss, only them. So, yeah. Almost and, as good as us. Oh. Yeah, they have one loss and one more draw than us. They have seven draws and one loss. We have six draws and zero losses. So. Yeah, so that's the that's the five points. Mm. But um, but yeah, man, it's uh, Atletico. They uh, they are hard to beat. You rarely score against them. Um, but we do have had some good games against them in Camp Nou. Away, it's it's harder. Away, yeah. it's harder. They uh, away they tend to press more because it's their stadium. They they are it, it's smaller the fans are with them so obviously they have the edge there um, but they have a new stadium home. my friend their new stadium is big <laughs> but nah but it's not come now though yeah obviously it's, obviously. it's not it's not come now oh, oh, I think there's almost not one stadium comparable to come now in, no in no in Europe sizes. Have, and yeah. it's just it's just insane also if you've been there yeah you went you went yet yeah uh, I've been there a lot of times all right, great. Then you then you then you see how big it really is, mm. and when you see the players playing, sometimes you are like, "Damn, Watching look at this!" <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's 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 huge. But uh, but yeah, I think um, that I also read, sorry, that um, Costa might be benched for Gamero, so that would mean so only only on the on the counter attack. That is the yeah. only reason you you would play Bench Gamero. Costa, yeah, for Gamero, because the pace. You know? Yeah, That's exactly. The only thing Gamero has. Exactly over. the pace, uh, but on the other hand, Griezmann looks really alive with Costa. So I'm I'm not sure how he would cope without him in mm. a in a big game. And also Griezmann also has a bad record against Barca. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, it's it's really exciting. I just hope we we ditch the four four two. We are in the come now. The, the white the white players can be really important because of course um, Atletico is going to defend centrally so yeah. only marking marking um, and and then a white player could open up spaces in the middle in that way because that way um, they would have to pay attention yeah. and players like Usman because I think Usman is going to play because for me it's either Usman or Coutinho mm. I'm going to explain it in the midfield you have Busquets Rakitic and Iniesta, they always play yeah. in a big game. That's no discussion. And then, if you play a four-three-three, then you will get Suarez on the left side, and Messi as false nine. So that makes one space only. And obviously, that's going to be the the right wing because the left side is occupied by Iniesta and Suarez. So if you had to choose, it's going to be Dembele, or you would have to play Coutinho on the right side. And he showed already that that really isn't his position. He can play there. He can do it, but. Usman is obviously way better there, so why would you not play him there? Usman, yeah. So, so for me, he's he's Dembele is playing there as a uh, uh, um, right right forward in a four three three with Messi at false nine. That is how I would line up, and Alba's back great because Dinia 
no, and I would swap him for Urea or Miranda or just any young left back from La Masia. Mm. So because you know he basically adds nada. He's he's just no, decent, just decent, yeah. and you can also let a youth player become let, become decent or even better. Just give him the chance. But yeah, that 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 would be my lineup. And so you said you said three. obviously you have to stay in middle. Uh, yeah. Then you got what did you say? Can I have Roberto Pique and Umtiti and Alba? No, I didn't name them because I, oh. I thought it was it was <laughs> obvious. But yeah, um, Roberto Pique, Umtiti, Alba. Because yeah, Umtiti is just yeah. still amazing. Pique is unmissable, and uh, yeah, Famale did good. But if those two are fit, he would mm. he will he will still be the third uh, CB. And yeah, Semedo still is injured, so that isn't even an option. So. Yeah. So yeah, that that would be my um, starting eleven. Uh, I think I have a pretty similar starting eleven, but uh, like you said, I wish we would play with a four-three-three. But I guess we're gonna play with a four-four-two. You know, for verdict, he doesn't like to switch too much in the big games or any games for that. Uh, but yeah, we have to stay in. Obviously, the back four is obvious. Roberto Pique and Titi Alba, midfielders Busquets, Iniesta, and Rakitic, uh, and uh, I believe. Like you said, um, I believe he's gonna play Dembele because Dembele, like if we put Iniesta on the left, like usually, and then Rakitic and Busquets in the middle, I think Dembele will do much more than Coutinho on the right. And yeah. then, and then if you lack creativity, you can always put Iniesta back in his original position and take Rakitic out, for example, uh, and bring Coutinho on or. You know, you can you yeah. can find a way to implement Coutinho to the game and yeah, make him exactly. do some damage. I just I just still think think sorry I just still think that um, Barcelona might have given himself a problem with. Uh, I'm not, not saying that he isn't good, but Coutinho. I think they thought uh, they they thought uh, to get to get him as a midfielder, as a Iniesta replacement, as yeah. someone who can fill Iniesta's. Uh, for it in, in 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 the most short time possible, let's say this season even already. Yeah. Uh, but in a few f- games he played there, you see he isn't fit for that. He might be, but that's a guess. And let's be honest, at Barca we don't like to guess. We yeah. <laughs> we like to have insur- insurance, especially in games like this when Atletico comes. You will have the shortest of spaces, the least amount of time, and yeah, you you, you just have to. Think quick and do quick as well. And to be fair, Coutinho on the left side as a winger, he's amazing. Uh, he would he would start there. But to be honest, Suarez is playing there, and you know my opinion about Suarez. He's always yeah. playing in a big game, and he is almost always scoring as well in a big game. So there there is one spot up front on the right side, and that's just for Usman Dembele. So I think in the big games, Coutinho always will have to be benched. To be yeah. honest, because Iniesta will play. Suarez will play, and or you have to say, fuck it, Usman is gonna be our super sub, and we let Coutinho play from the right side. But you know he's gonna leave that space if there's an attacking a left back or somebody who stays at the left side continuously. You have a hole because Coutinho comes comes inside and doesn't occupy the right side like Usman Dembele does, yeah. and, and you and you already have that situation on the left side with Suarez as well. So, so no, I think like you said, Dembele. He just has to play there, and Coutinho can be a luxury sub when you need creativity. 
Man, hopefully, hopefully what we're talking about is a little off. And hopefully he adapts and shows us that he can play there. But like you said, for now, he might have to be a luxury sub, man. Yeah, it's, it's weird because he's the uh, most expensive player in history. So Listen, this is life. You come uh, in Liverpool, you're the best player. You come to Barca, you can't be a luxury sub. You know, True. if you don't fit it's, into the plan and if you don't uh, manage to fit into the game style, that, that's what happens. And um, yeah, hopefully we're wrong about him. Hopefully we get to see him play more because when he plays, he really brings a lot to us. But true, he, his playing style is amazing. You you even hear the Spanish comment uh, comment commenter saying stuff like uh, uh, Coutinho. You 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 almost think that he was here for years. He fits yeah. in so easily in terms of being creative and finding solutions. But when he plays as a midfielder, I, I'm, this may be going to seem bold, but he seems to do things as how Danis does when he plays in midfield. When he's on the left side, no bad word for me at all. But in midfield, on the Iniesta position, in a 4-3-3, nope. Sorry, that, that, that doesn't cut it for me yet. But... Yeah, just before we go, imagine the scenes, yeah? Then Bele comes on, it's 1-1, he comes on, even if he's not starting, like we said. Yeah. A cross in and a header, just the way Neymar did it for his first goal. And <laughs> then from then on, he just starts bowling. It's what he needs. He still has Exactly what goal. he needs. He needs to he score against a... a big team and get his yeah. first goal. Yeah, he really needs it. He had some chances against other teams. Um, sometimes bad decision making, but sometimes also uh, a lesser, uh, no luck. So, so yeah, like you said, he needs his goal. He gave some assists already, but he needs his goal. It's time for a goal. Yep. Like Coutinho. Coutinho had his goal and he, he was doing good. And he scored another goal. So, yeah, Coutinho, pretty good and Dembele has to do that as well because people are downing him but they don't know they probably didn't watch Dortmund they, mm. they probably didn't because yeah. people talk as if he is like a regular Goal youth score. player or something like oh, that yeah. and he's way better than that so yeah. let him score his goal like you said hopefully the this confidence. weekend and gain confidence because when he starts dribbling we are going to enjoy mm. <laughs> yeah he already showed some moments he's slick on his feet eh yeah, it's just it's, he really he has a kind of dancing style. He yeah. balances. He it, it's faster than Neymar in a way because Neymar likes to stand still. Usman stands still, but then suddenly, shoof, he's the, done. The acceleration is something else, man. Yeah, he goes zero uh, to one hundred so quick. He's he's real sick. He's real sick. Uh, but so yeah, yeah, just before we go, we have some questions to answer, and. Uh, yeah, do you want to start or do you want me to hand you the first question? Uh, no, just just let's start with a question. No, no problem. Let's cool. do this. The first question is comes from Yusuf Amin and it says, "Why does Valverde keep uh, persisting with the four four two when it's obviously less effective than a four three three? Well, obviously, in the beginning of the season, like I said, Barca needed something like that, something uh, to have a bit of insurance, like not." Um, concede a lot of goals, create a certain balance in the team, back to the midfield organization when in the previous year it was more based on attack with Luis Enrique. And that, that really worked well. But I think, like a coach often does, he keeps sticking to what he knows. He even said that against Chelsea, that I, I, I am not going to 
experiment. I'm gonna do what I know for a game, and that's that's why I think he's still sticking to that system. Lucho did the same last year, and at a, uh, at some time he decided to go back. They no, not to go back to implement the three for three. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do think it's gonna change, but I I, I understood Favre. <laughs> From this moment, I am like, no, it it has to stop. This four for two can be the end of our season if we continue like this. Um, so so I I agree with him. I think it should be over. It should be four three three again. Um, let's just see how it goes. Definitely leave more goals. Maybe. Uh, we concede more, but if we score more, I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, At least it's right. getting more attractive and, and more. Uh, how do you say that? More satisfying to watch. Yeah. Well, my thing is pretty similar, right, Yusuf? Um, he needed a solid formation at the beginning of the season when everything was going against us to get to the points and to get yeah. us uh, in a good space. Uh, I'm gonna say I don't think he expected to be still undefeated and to be his team to be doing so well. I think it came as a little bit of a surprise to him that the team is doing so well and they're playing so great. And uh I think now it's just him just like not scared but almost like hesitant to change because the 442 has been doing us so so good been good so good for us recently and since the beginning of the season. But like Noel says we need to start risking more and we need to bring back to that play that attractive football that we've always played, you know? So, yeah, hopefully he he realizes that the 4-4-2 is now getting easily uh, read by other teams. And uh, he brings back the 4-3-3, man, play wider and stuff. That's my I answer for you. I agree um, completely. The other question is why were Coutinho and Dembele on the bench instead of Vidal? Uh, they're not sure... Well, they're not sure to start against Atletico. Um, at La, at La, at the, against Las Palmas, they mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, obviously, because of the same reason we just said, Valverde wanted to stick to his basics. He, um, he, he, he apparently thought more of Las Palmas than, um, than we did, to be yeah. fair. Um, but on the other hand, he did not, because also he, he rotated a lot. And that way, Maybe that's the reason why he gave some minutes to Alej Vidal from the starting from the starting lineup, um, because obviously Alej Vidal wasn't gonna play against Atletico. That's why he's benched now. Mm. Uh, no, 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 not even benched. He's he's not even in the squad. In the squad, so, yeah. So, he's at sorry, home. He's yeah, he's Getting at home. Noodles, he's watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I think he might be in the stand. Yeah. He might be because it's come now, so he yeah. will be there. But uh, yeah, I, I, and I do think that Dembele is going to start. I'm pretty much convinced because, to be honest, if Alex isn't there, it's either Dembele or Coutinho. And if you were... Uh, there's, uh, there's one more guy that starts yeah, in big about, games, about, man. I don't want to say his name, but he's been starting in big games recently. True, but if, if, they play, if he plays him after what he's done the last... Yeah, Chelsea. Every, every, no, not only Chelsea, just every game in the last month. It was if he played. It was horrible, and no, I don't want to even no, mention his name no more. But yeah, that, that's why I think that Valverde made a decision because in his in his in the back of his head he was thinking, okay, I will play Alex today, and in the weekend Usman or Coutinho will play. Yeah. So I understand why the why the person said it wasn't likely they were gonna play, but now that Alex is out of the squad, it's pretty obvious what the idea from Valverde was. 
Yeah, and I have a pretty similar opinion to what you said. I think he was trying to save them for the Atletico game. But also, uh, something interesting that I caught on to uh, when Valverde said it earlier in the season. And he said, um, he said, I would prefer to have a smaller team. Uh, yeah. He said true. that these 24 players I think he has were a lot. And he's not used to a team this big. And he's trying to give everybody minutes. Uh, of course, there's a few people that have let him down that will not probably see again until the season is done, I think. Like Dennis, yeah. I don't know how Andre Gomes is right now with him. Um, but yeah, I think he's just trying to give players more time and that's all really. Like Gary Mina, he's also pretty out right now. Yeah. The, uh, that's real quick, but yeah, fuck it. <laughs> that's what happens. Uh, the next question is, do you think it's easier to score against Atletico's uh, side now rather than two, three years ago? Hmm. I don't think. I don't think so. I still think they're pretty much the same. They still. They're the same uh, back four and the same keeper, right? Yeah, they have the same, same uh, stats. They are like the, the team with the with the least goals against them in, in Spain, and we are second, I think. But uh, and also they are just they are traditionally hard. For Barcelona, even if they are a form, they can just their just their football doesn't suit team. us. It's yeah. it's just annoying. Simeone knows how to play us. That's why he beat us in the Champions League yeah. in two years. So so yeah, I don't I don't agree. I don't think they are the they are easier to beat. I do think that now they are coming to our our game, our stadium. Uh, we have the advantage. So that place in our advantage. The last times yeah. that wasn't that way. It was or even, or they are or they had the advantage, so they could come here to like park the bus or something yeah. like that. So, so yeah, I don't think that's that's a situation. The only benefit is that we have the advantage in the league, and that they basically have to have to win to keep some uh, aspiration. Yep, and uh, same man. I don't think they're easy to score. I mean, they're they're back for a pretty sick still. Their uh, goalkeeper is one of the best goalkeepers in the world. Their midfielders are good. You know, it's going to be tough. We'll need some messy magic on there. Sprinkle some messy, messy magic for us to get. Iniesta. Yeah, Iniesta as well. And of course, Busquets on his best behavior. Because mm. if that's the case, then you already are 1-0 up. Yeah. With Busquets. And just Busquets before we go, his... just to make you guys feel even better, Valverde's played uh, his last eight games against Simeone. Guess what the record is? 8-0. 8-0 to Simeone. <laughs> yep, I know. I know. <laughs> but, so, but, but to be fair, um, that was not with Barcelona. Yeah. His game, with, his game with Barcelona was 1-1. One, one. One, one game, one draw. Yeah. So, so there's still some, um, how do you say that, perspective for us. Yeah. No, no worries. But yeah, man, as always, no. thanks for stopping by, talking about the latest Barcelona stuff. Um, thank you thank you for everybody that stopped by and watched the video uh, we'll be back with more videos man internet's back on I'll be uploading more often we have Noah we have Lev and yeah thank you to everyone yeah Peace. thank you guys enjoy the game <laughs>